0: Hi, everyone. I'm Lori LeBay, and welcome back to Alzheimer Speaks Radio. I'm thrilled you're able to join us today. And if you liked our opening music, it's called Clarion Call by the Mark Arneson Band. And you can find that on any of your favorite music platforms. For those of you that are new to our show, Alzheimer Speaks is about sound information, not just sound bites. We like to have real conversations with real people to know what's going on all around the world. So maybe, just maybe, you can be our next guest. I would absolutely love to talk with you and learn more about your story, product, service, or tool. Or maybe it's just an idea and it hasn't been pushed forward yet. And watch for our open mics because you can call in on the last minute anytime we're doing those as well. So I want to do a couple of shout outs. Um, First, I'm really excited. I'm going to be doing two in-person screenings of the film a timeless love down in winona minnesota for their dementia friendly community week and that will be april 7th at six thirty, 30 uh, which is a thursday and then friday april 8th at 1 p.m and you can get more information by calling 507-454-5212 in addition i continue to do Arthur's uh, Memory Cafe, which is sponsored by Arthur Senior Care, the second and the fourth Wednesday of each month at 1 p.m. Central, and anyone is able to join us on that because that is virtual at this time. In addition, Brookdale North Oaks has me facilitating a Caregiver Connect, which is a support group for uh, caregivers which typically meets in person at the Shoreview Parks and Rec Center, their community center, at 10 a.m., on the last Wednesday of each month. I also wanna give a shout out to the Alls Authors. If you are caring for a loved one with Alzheimer's or dementia, you'll wanna check out theallsauthors.com. They're a global community of authors writing about Alzheimer's and dementia from personal experience. And they have the most comprehensive collection of hundreds of carefully vetted books and blogs Covering all types of dementia and caring situations. Their authors' personal stories and painful learned lessons can help you on your own journey. They also offer a fabulous podcast called Untangling Alzheimer's in Dementia, which you can find on any of your favorite podcast platforms. And they want you to remember you're not alone. One can sing a lonely song, but they choose. To form a choir and create harmony. So go check them out at allsauthors.com. I wanted to also let you know about Dementia Map. I'm so proud of this. Uh, this has been a want of mine for um decades. And Dave Wiedrick, who has the memory cafe directory for five different countries, and myself, uh, collaborated together to pull together dementia map which is a global resource directory that also has an events calendar a blog glossary of terms we have 150 different categories you can search and you know it's building out every single day so if you're looking for information please go to dementia map.com you don't have to sign in give us any information and if you have a service, product, or tool that you would like featured, feel free to reach out to me. I'd be glad to give you a personal tour. Otherwise, you can go up to the main header where it says Join Dementia Map and you will get instructions on how to proceed from there. It is time to introduce you to our guests. I'm really excited because engagement is so important when it comes to people living with dementia and our seniors in general. And CoVID has really pointed out the importance of engagement. I am so excited to have Sean Gihan with us. He is the CEO and founder of the Gihan uh, Group. Sean is known as a thought leader and an innovator. His insights and success have landed him keynotes at many of the conferences, and he's been featured on NPR and a guest lecturer at various prestigious universities as well. Sean has more than 30 years of extensive cross-industry experience and a decade in the healthcare sector in and of itself, which is focused on innovation and strategy. He is committed to helping crack the code for seniors and for those who are independent uh, to those who are living in late-stage dementia. And he does this by applying his unique combination of experience to improve overall quality of life for impact. So today we're going to be talking with Sean about memory, which helps people engage in a full, dignified fashion. So, Sean, I am just so excited to have you, you know, with us on the show today. I was so honored you sent me out you know, your Memorange, um case, you know, basically it's a, it's a suitcase guys on wheels and all of the fun games in there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I had the opportunity to play with my granddaughters and stuff at home and we just thoroughly enjoyed it. So I can't wait to be able to elevate your voice on what you've put together here. Cause I really do think it's very, very special. Thanks,
1: Thanks for having for me. I'm excited about um, sharing the story and, um, and your feedback and others were just tremendous. in as we developed this product.
0: Well, great. Well, you know, I always start out by asking um, my guests if they've been personally touched by dementia in their own Family or extended family circle of friends, and so can you just tell us kind of where you're sitting with all of that?
1: Sure, I can say like like most of us, we've all been touched um, in one way or another. But I can tell you, in the last three years, spending time in these facilities, seeing it on such a regular basis from whether it's the caregiver, the 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 staff, the family members, or the resident themselves, um, the impact you just get blown away by how large of an issue it is and how many people it actually impacts. So uh, absolutely uh, many touch points there.
0: I totally agree with you there. Well, given your background, you know, which I stated in the introduction, which is nice and diverse, how did you come up with this idea for for memorizing? What I find when I talk with people, usually it's something personal that just hits them that goes things got to change. Well, yeah,
1: I, you know, it's, it's kind of a combination, you know, we've been around for over 20 years. Our company is known by his innovation and, and so, and and realize that a lot of innovations have come into industries from people that didn't have a lot of decades of experience in it. And, And so you take ideas from other industries and you, and you kind of transport them, so to speak. and, uh, we basically were working with assisted living and with school systems and helping protect their environments mm-hmm. You know, around PPP and, and obviously the COVID days the last couple of years. And through those touch points and going into these facilities, as we just talked about the intro, your eyes just get open or just open and just such a surprise about how big of an impact it is and how many people it actually impacts. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking like, why is there a difference that can be made here? Is there a way that we could do something here? And and so we challenged ourselves to go to work and figure out um, if we could contribute to, you know, at, at the end of the day, um, improving the well being of those that are impacted by um, alzheimer 's or dementia and those around them mm-hmm.
0: which is is key because everybody feels a little bit lost and they 're not quite sure how to engage and that was one of the things I really liked about the kit is you know here I was with my six year old and ten year old granddaughters and mm-hmm. I mean we were we could all engage very simply with it the usability of the products which we 'll get into. Uh, a little bit later. But, you know, for your goal, you know, was there one like set mission statement that you had that you wanted to make a difference on?
1: Absolutely. I think at the end of the day, it was really to uh, to bring joy, connection, and and really overall well-being. We tried to keep it that simple and not try to boil the ocean. But if we could... Impact those lives the time that we had that, and maybe there 's some carryover effect of that, um, and we 're seeing that and i 'll share some of those stories in, in a few minutes, but absolutely that 's the mission, and that 's what that 's what drove us um, and but we had criteria wrapped around that to achieve um, that particular condition
0: mm-hmm. well, and I love that you kept it simple because sometimes I think we make things so complicated. And then people go, oh, that's a really good idea. And then they go to implement and go, oh, this is never going to work. <laughs> you know, it's just uh, it's just too much. It's too overwhelming.
1: Yeah, we've seen that. I mean, we had when I went and interviewed a lot of the activity directors or the CNOs or the um, uh, the overall exec directors or the managers of the of the facilities. You know, it, we for, ended up boiling down to three criteria that we knew had it had to be credible, which means there had to be proof and validation that this solution could work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's working. So reminiscence therapy, clearly, um, it's acceptable practice. Um, there's no doubt about the impact that music can have. Um, and then the second piece was to your point you just made, is that if people aren't going to use it, who cares if if you made it so it's got to be easy to be used trained accessible um uh and all those pieces for really for a volunteer to come in in five minutes of training get up to speed on it um and also it needs to be simple in the sense of we have it's bold colors big high contrast uh, large letter really um targeted specifically for this audience uh and the and at the end of the day the last piece is we want to make people's lives better, bring a smile to their face, some laughter, some joy and and you see if you can see them visually digging down and have this emotional memory that brings them calmness and peace uh, and joy you it, it, we see it all the time when we go out in the field, and it's so exciting and uh, it it's really fulfilling to the calling that we've uh, we've the, that's come about the last couple of years.
0: Well, and I would say in addition to all of those things, and again, I want to dive deeper on those, but is the setup and the takedown for the staff, you know, staff, especially today are so stretched. Many of them are doing two and three different jobs. My daughter was, you know, an activities director. And I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'd go to visit her and her arms would be full and she'd be, you know, maneuvering her way down the hall, you know, for an activity and you have made everything so compact and so streamlined <clears throat> that it's much easier for the staff to or volunteer to initiate and set up it's just grab the case and go and to me that was brilliant in and of itself having it on wheels nothing to lug it was just real easy and accessible identifiable you know because you've got kind of the little travel badges on the luggage you know bag itself and stuff so it was cute and it was fun and identifiable so um residents or people who are going to participate no hey it's kind of time to play it's it's time to it's time to go have some fun and and i think that that was brilliant in and of itself just the the packaging of it and the ease easeability of it
1: yeah, we yeah it uh, thank you, and that was a lot of work because you know originally what's kind of funny we started with a a cardboard box. It was a n- nice one, <laughs> but uh, you know, of course, after a couple of weeks, you know, we we took it to uh uh Pala a conference in Pennsylvania for uh, Pennsylvania Sister Living, and you could tell people like I love the idea that box won't last two day, you know, two weeks in our facility, you know, and so we had to come back and you know a lot of uh, you know you know we had to really have a thick skin and, and really be absorbing what they were telling us, but we had to keep it easy and simple. And you could throw this, uh, this new case down the stairway and, you know, just pick it up and use it. And, but it's very lightweight and durable, but you open that up. And what's interesting is the residents just looking to see all the colors and they know the colors to the games. And then there's a cognitive levels within that um, that really somebody can de- doesn't matter what cognitive level that the individual is, the dexterity, et cetera, we can adjust the games. There's guidelines, there's guides and videos um, that'll help you through it.
0: You have really made it so, so simple. I was really impressed with it. Why don't we talk about, you know, once you open it up, what's in there and, and how does this make you different from, you know, other engagement um, activities that are out there?
1: So thank you for, for pulling that up. Uh, What we want to do to make it really easy, you can notice that everything's high contrast, bold colors, large letters. Uh, But on the left, what we've done is these are for um, typical seniors to, let's say, early onset or mild uh, dementia. So some of these games um, on the bottom ones, favorites bingo. And then there's a TV bingo that comes with it now as well. And that's on the back of that card. But just for the favorites bingo, what's interesting about that is when we will, we'll call out television show. um, And then, you know, at your table, if you're with a small group, depending on the size, you might share what your favorite TV show is, or the first car, your favorite car, dream vacation. So um, it's really to engage the people around you um, in that. And then If you, uh, with the music one, it's really interesting is, you know, uh, quite frankly, men are much more difficult to get engaged to come down to the activity center. And and so what we did know, um, we have a 40s and 50s TV show theme song. What we learned from that was, how do we get the men there? Well, you start playing Bonanza, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, um, they show up and it's really interesting. They, um, they come and we've got the same folks coming where they, you know, they haven't communicated with anybody. They've just really been ice. They've isolated themselves. Uh, and now they're highly engaged or singing along with the group. Um, and so we really are careful to mix it up and make sure we're inclusive of all of everybody. And that's really important. And you have to kind of reach across, um, but on the same thing, bingo, if you look at the the other side, the level two, the green bingo card, that's for people with more challenge, whether it's cognitive, maybe visual, um, or they can't read anymore. Um, and so everything there is essentially just pictures uh, within the bingo card that may be a picture of a car or a picture of something. And so we keep it really simple so they can play along uh, and they're playing it at a different level. And normally, quite frankly, Lori, they ha- they have somebody at the table assisting them, uh, whether it be a volunteer or somebody else. But uh, on the going back to the left side, you have all these games. Sometimes if you break it out, um if you're in a smaller group, you can play games like Word Search Matchup or Crossword. Um we also have music that goes with those. So for instance in matchup, we have a um uh old kind of big band sounds or or like Frank Sinatra and um you know Uh, something Miller band and they'll play the songs and you match the artist with the song and the music can play in the background. So we have all of these connected to music, even the crossword puzzles as you, you have the artist and the song and the movie titles and the theme songs. We have those in Spotify that are easily accessible through this Bluetooth speaker, or um, you could actually just play it on your phone and uh, uh, accounts are free at Spotify. You might have a commercial here and there, But at the end of the day, you, if you have a Spotify account, you can leverage it. And if you don't have a Spotify account about every eight songs, you're going to hear a 30 second commercial.
0: Okay. There's so many games in, in this, uh, suitcase, um, that I think people are really kind of surprised because like I said, with my granddaughters, when, when I was kind of testing it with them, I mean, we played for hours And they wanted to play again. And like, you've got the interview questions and the sharing that can come about with all of that. And it just kind of happens organically, which I think is really sweet too. Yeah.
1: You know, um, the interview has been wildly successful. And I can tell you when somebody does get diagnosed this interview, you don't think about asking these questions. Now, if you um, record it, we did um, with a family member uh, and recording, asking these, um, the question, one question sets about a child, their child years, then their, um, teen years their adult years. And they're fun questions that go beyond. It's like, you know, did you ever get in trouble? Uh, you know, as a kid, you know, what was your worst chore that you did? You know, the chore you disliked or whatever it, it, you know, and it's just kind of fun, but essentially you can record those, and they have them in perpetuity for your family. Um, and uh, some, uh, you know, have suggested they'll use it for the memorial service. Uh, and, and so it really does have some legs in it and some depth, uh, whether it's the caregiver getting to know this um, uh, this new resident or each other, or essentially the family member really trying to make a connection, multi-generational between grand, the grandkids and the grandparent. Imagine, you know, How many times do we've interviewed some teens that went and they said, well, I talked to grandma for about 10 minutes and then we tell her what we've done. And then after that, we're watch TV together. I've checked the box for two hours, but I walk away not knowing anything more about her. So essentially, this is a simple guideline for somebody to really have meaningful um, engagement and connection. And. Um, you know, and the Montessori approach would be that you t- you go take the story wherever they want to go. You know, if they remember this or um, they have aspirations of that, let that story go, and and you'll it, you'll be so amazed by the. the the turns that it takes or and what you are able to uncover that you never knew before and we just did this in our own family and we're just blown away with uh one of our senior uh, family members that shared this story about how she got in trouble and oh it's it's amazing it's on video and uh just for the family to view and it's just blown people away
0: yeah well those those precious moments that you never would have known you know, that just because you don't tell your kids you got in trouble when you were younger because you don't want them going down that path. And, <laughs> yeah. stuff. and I remember hearing a couple of those stories with both my parents um, and just and some of them weren't even in trouble. They were just silly, but I never would I have heard them before. And, and, you know, it just brought us all so much joy. The other thing I want to point out is you've got these grease pens in here and everything is laminated. So it's super easy, especially in times of covid to clean but they're extremely durable you know it's not real flimsy um Mm -hmm. you know they're like a cardstock you know and and heavier duty and and I think that that was really nice too and then you have um the dice in here and I I'll ask this first but mine also had a bigger dice it was, is that still part of this or. It, it is
1: still part of it. And um, that picture right there that I, I pulled up might be, there's, I got like 20 different versions. Um, the, the dye, it's a 20 sided dye. It's a lot larger. It's even larger than the red dye. Um, that'll be included. You see the small blue one up front, um, mm-hmm. but that it's a lot larger just so nobody, you know, tries to swallow it. Uh, and um, the other thing we have added is hand sanitizer, um, that also uh, cleans it so it actually um, can clean off the, the each card uh, it'll take the ink off it so you can reuse them time and again so we're really excited about that
0: wonderful now one thing you didn't mention was the uh, caregiver notes and it's hard to be able to to read that so can you tell us a little bit more about that
1: sure you know and um, for continuity um, purposes uh, you know you may have we you know, we'll put about a few cards in here. We just, or you can download them as well. That's for free. Anybody can do that. And it has the list of all the games. And so when you go into Charlie um, and you're playing the game with Charlie, uh, you can you know, which games, Hey, Charlie really loved knockout. And he really loved roll and share. Um, if you want to go to the, um, and then, uh, his site is a little struggling. So you might want to do the ice on the, on the right side, the level two that have larger numbers. Um, if you're going to do a cover all that's a great, a game that he likes to do. He, He loves to throw the dice also don't play crossword, you know, don't do this. Um, it really frustrated him. So that really gives you cues. So you know what to stay away from and you know what to start with to give you some quick wins, get the momentum of the games going. If you're going to do this in one-on-one or a small group.
0: Okay. And then do you mind, like you talked about the, the favorite bingo and you talked about the interview, but can you tell people a little bit more about the role and share and the knockout and kind of go up, um, Absolutely.
1: Uh, so talked about the favorites being on the other side is the 40s and 50s. And we we uh, do that to music. It's not to name that tune, although we kind of play it like we'll play the song. Does anybody know this one? And it's I Love Lucy. Um, if there's songs like um, Green Acres, we all sing along or Mr. Rogers. Uh, it's amazing how people would sing along. I, I usually keep that in our hip. We keep that in our hip pocket for the third or fourth game because it really does um Bring everybody up even more so. Uh, but as we go up the roll and share in the interview game, are the really high interactive get to know somebody along with the um, the favorites bingo. Those three are designed specifically for a lot of small groups, um, usually one to four players at a table um, to get to know one another. Uh, and then if you play it in a large group, that's fine. It's just that you might be limited on, you know, you know, talk to the two people around you, share it with them, or if there's, they have an assistant there, they can have a connection. Knockout is one we usually, you simply roll the die and the first person that um, you take turns rolling the die covers the uh, all the numbers they win the game it's similar to cover all on the right side but it's just a a little more higher level cognitive um, uh, structure game Uh, and and then the other the other three on the top which are essentially the matchup the crossword and the word search sometimes you know um, people really have a desire for one of those they want to play them we have refills for those because those are games that you might want to yeah you know you can play there are four of each one of those. And the answers are on the back. But after you've done it a few times, you, you know, you might build up some memory of it. If you're, if you, especially if you don't have cognitive issues, but then uh, we have refills for those, but these are ones, a lot of times we've even used those. If somebody's a little quieter, um, a little more introverted, it's a way to kind of start in a safe way. Um, let them do something. And, and as you're hearing the music, you know, hey, Jane, um, do you really love, you know, K-Sera, Sera? sera. By Doris Day and, you know, did you ever watch a TV show? So it gives you an, an easy way to get into it without feeling they're, be, they're being interrogated. If they have a high defense mechanism and anxiety on, the, on that and some, you know, mild um, uh, cognitive impairment, you know, or, or early stage dementia can have that, you might want to stay away from that and use some of these other games as tools for entry points to earn that trust um, and establish a relationship if you happen to be a staff caregiver
0: okay and then the the picture one that's like a travel sure that's
1: the monument game and we uh monuments and we uh we'll show the picture um again using the Montessori well um on the front of it let's just say it has the um Mount Rushmore does anybody know what this is has anybody been there um you know and then you kind of have some dialogue and conversation around that who'd you go with uh and then you know, obviously, who are the four presidents, or do you know how long it took to build and when it got, fit, you know, completed? All those fun facts are on the back of the card. So we have that. It's the Statue of Liberty, it's the Washington Monument, um, the Lincoln Memorial. I mean, all of those really classical. Uh, and then we have the St. Louis Archway. Golden Gate Bridge and some others that just are maybe not all national monuments, but let's just say national icons um, that uh, people can associate with. And we've gotten some really cool stories out of that. Um, the one game I want to point out on the top is that that Hangman and Tic Tac Toe card. Um, it's a great way to start, but on the back of it is blank, um, and but you can write on it. And and so if you have that uh, resident that's asking same question over again. What we'll simply do is, you know, where's Jane today? Uh, Well, you know, Jane's at school today, you know, or Jane's with dad at home. Um, You can turn that card around. And after a couple of times, you kind of even point in that direction, you answer it as they're asking the question. um, The muscle memory will start looking at that and they can read if they can read it, they'll read that card. And it almost can kind of minimize you know, answering that question every two minutes, while you're playing the games, it gives them that piece, because uh, they can look over there and read where Jane is. Uh, and that has been really helpful, especially on the one on one or small group setting to kind of keep everybody on task with the games.
0: Okay. And then what about the numbered deck The you know, the big green card with the one on it? What? How are those utilized?
1: So that there are two of each one of those cards, uh, one to six in all different colors. So you can lay them down um, on, you know, with just the backs up and play the traditionally that game of concentration where you turn two cards over and you try to match them. Um, That is more for the higher cognitive. And then at the other levels, you might just do hold a green card and a red card up. um, If somebody has more of a moderate and say, okay, can you? point to the number one or point to the green card or if they're laying on the table face up you might say can you you know point to the two green cards uh and so you can simplify this game uh as as much as you want um but these big bold colors and we've had a, a two or three other ways to use these uh and people are actually writing in and telling us is how they're using it um, with the limited even a limited amount of cases we have um out there and then below that you'll see on the right um the other three games those are the, for the the, the moderate the mild to moderate um stages uh where it's really simplified not a lot of words mostly graphical um in nature
0: Well, like I said, I, I was so impressed and I still am. And I, I love the variety in here and the simplicity of, of usage of even how to use it, you know, having the information on the back, like with the the cards with the monuments having those little details just to get the conversation going if it's not sparking right away where it's not going to be intimidating for staff if they maybe they don't know you know what's what you know or who's who um you know and even with the the matchup, just being able to flip the card over to see to get your answers and then to be able to clean everything off um so kudos anything else you wanted to say about this otherwise i'll I'll take this
1: down. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, you can take that down. I would say on the back of the cards, just, you know, f- philosophically, when you play these games, it's really about the journey and not about who wins. Mm-hmm. And, and so just taking your time with these games and understand the absorption rate, you know, it takes a, it takes the average adult seven seconds to understand what somebody said process and then verbalize a response to a question Mm -hmm. um, that, that requires not, you know, was it sunny yesterday? Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, and, and so understand that that processing time just slows down and to be patient and and again, not worry about uh, we have people that mark their cards and do different things, but they're engaged to the level they can and celebrate that um, and laugh with that, and smile with that, uh, because if they're joy and you're getting joy out of it, um, and we always say that we put we put guidelines in there, not rules. So on the back of all the cards, uh, the the uh, there's usually a um, either a, a control card where the leader has, or on the back of the other cards where we can do it we'll just give guidelines on how to optimize that game, depending on the level of the, uh, the resident that you're working with.
0: Okay. Um, And how did you go about kind of vetting, you know, the products inside so that you knew that it would be a good match when you, when you went out to, to sell this uh, to communities and things?
1: So we, you know, we, um, it's a great question it it's really it was a team effort inside our organization, but also reaching out to the facilities we 've been to uh, facilities that are testing them on their own we 're going in and testing them is um, so we don 't want to influence and come back with our own jaded let 's say uh, or bias just because you know we love this game or that game, but we also have pushed it out to facilities and said here 's the training you know tell us what you think and what games work for you and where and when and um, that has really been uh, Highly impactful to us. We've come such a long way. I mean, the, the box was one thing. We only had five games. Now we have 15. We didn't have really multiple levels. Now we probably have about, you can go from a, a simply a typical all the way to a moderate level. I mean, the music goes beyond that, but, but essentially the uh, bulk of the games can service that. So we've learned so much. And then also the conferences, Uh, And then the subject matter experts like you, Lori, that have taken the time and really given us, you know, their decades of input on to what they've experienced and the the thousands of people they've touched uh, and to get those reaction. And all those have just been melded into this. I'm not saying it's uh, it'll never change again because we're constantly listening and adding and we already have another idea of what the next version will include. Mm
0: So, you know, when I look at kind of the, the difference between you and, and other activities that are out there, um, one, again, is just the quality of the construction of even the container and, and the usability of it. And, and you went through that kind of trial and error. You started in a box, which everybody did. You know, the other thing that is out there are very expensive, high-tech ty- technology games on wheels But pricey, a lot of times subscriptions, people need a little bit more training um, Mm -hmm. and things with all of that. And, you know, I love even when you mentioned people are telling us how they're using it. So they're, you know, they're really taking your, these are guidelines, not rules to heart in terms of teaching people to adapt that it, 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 the rules aren't hard and fast. We're all coming from a different angle and the goal is to engage and make memories and smiles with people. And so to me, that was a, a real constructive piece that says the staff are engaged enough to even play around with it. Because sometimes they're like, I'm just going to do my job and do it. And I'm going right. to get out of there. And that tells me they're not, they're not just doing it for that. They're really looking and they're really seeing those those sparks in people's eyes and that engagement level and having some fun themselves and, and being part, which I think is is huge in and of itself. The number of games and the diversity and the levels that you guys have gone to, I think is is fantastic. And then adding in that that music piece if, if people want to tap that tap into that. And you can have fun without doing that too, you know. Sure, um, sure you know, it, there really is a wide, wide variety and, you know, your pricing, I thought was, was, um, extremely, um, affordable, you know, given the usability and the reusability, you know, the, in terms of how you've constructed everything. I mean, it's, it's there for the wear and the tear <laughs> you know, for people.
1: Yeah. Everything's built to last. Um, you know, you might have to change a marker out every now and then, but, uh the the core cards and we have refill um opportunities if people want that most of the games you know like bingo things like that you can use those over again um it's just some just like two or three games you could probably add to it and we'll have other things that'll come along but you know it's it's been a lot of work by a lot of people and the generosity of of really this community of of people that Uh, around memory care and around um, Alzheimer's dementia have just all chipped in and and so we can't just take the credit and by far I know I can't it really is this contribution that people have had to make the people around their lives you know better and to your point it's got to be our whole thing is in three minutes you can play two or three of those games and get get um, get a resident or multiple residents engaged that quickly without training and it, it's all in one kit you don't have to run back and get grab something and and my only thing on technology is I, I, technology definitely has its place mm-hmm. um, and it, it's just that but sometimes this tactile component um, is very meaningful to people getting a marker and and and, and marking a card. That's an accomplishment for some of these folks that aren't doing it. And we have plenty of time where people are like, are, have not done anything for months. And they hear gun smoke as, as one one individual did. He's a, he's a retired physician and his wife was there and she dragged him down and then we he heard gunsmoke he literally took the marker from her and started marking his card and he has yet to miss a session since then and that was about 5 sessions ago and so now we have more about as many men as we do women and the the men you could shoot a cannon through an activity center and most of them and we barely see the men and they're starting to come out and they're starting to be engaged uh and we're we're just really excited about it but it, it, the training piece to get everybody up to speed um has just it, it's all we feel like it's all come together and um sorry i was trying to make multiple points at the same time but uh, I just get excited when I start talking about it and when you see the impact there. And, you know, unfortunately with HIPAA, you can't just throw around a, a film session and start getting in people and looking at them. Um, and we're trying to find a way to illustrate this and, and in, we'll, we'll indoctrinate that into some videos down the road um, uh, with being, but in an incredible environment. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see that down the road, but it's, it's tricky. We want to be respectful of everybody.
0: Yep. Yeah, but it is um, the other thing that we didn't really touch on. I kind of did with talking about playing this with my my grandchildren, but it really is intergenerational. So, I mean, you can get all all different levels participating in this. So even if a family wanted to come into a a community and ask, can can we can we use the membrane? you know, for engagement, Mm -hmm. just for us, I I think most communities would be open to that. I mean, you really, you really can't wreck it, you know, Uh, and and so that's another beautiful piece, but, um, you know, the, the engagement, the, like you said, the tactile, um, that stuff is so important. It's just so, so incredibly, incredibly important. And I think COVID really brought that out even more so. Um, how much people need to be engaged. They need to have contact. They need to feel purposeful and accomplished and accepted. And and your games do all of that in a really fun fashion.
1: Well well, thank you. And we we feel like uh, when the facility is recording the family members just the resident to send to family members because they wouldn't believe the level of engagement they have. Um, where people have just been non-responsive for months. And now, uh, this one individual was rolling the die, marking his card. And actually he sang some songs with us, but the thing was when we played roll and and asked him what his, who his best friend was, he yelled out, it was Charlie and nobody could believe it. I mean, we were like, what he, you know, and they were just amazed. And then they talked to his daughter and that was validated. It was it was really um a very, very special moment um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you how can how can we put something out there that this can happen thousands of times over mm-hmm. and over um every week why not
0: exactly exactly. so what have you personally learned and as a company learned through this journey of developing this product
1: well, I, I think a few things i mean we've, we is there's so much out there today that from even from Alzheimer's or dementia from five years ago, they do, we didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so how do we catch up to that? And then the other thing is don't discount the will of people and, Mm -hmm. and, the emotional connection that they want to others around them. You study blue zones and the single biggest factor of why people live longer is the connection to other people. And you have to, if you can build those bridges of connection and or provide tools for others to do that um, it's it, it, it really it's the human element i mean it's it's really what keeps us going and driving it because we have no connection um it, it's very difficult to motivate yourself every day in and day out and, and so that that piece is really what we've learned from the reading of the people around us um and the one thing about this industry is so many people they just care you know they care and they're and and when you dig down they're feeling it they're and a lot of them are under pain or stress and anxiety because they feel like they want to do more, but they've pushed themselves even to the limit or beyond already. Mm
0: -hmm. And and
1: so what can you do to give them some level of relief, whether in game structure or in letting a volunteer volunteer, do that and take a little bit of time because we are short staffed or whatever that might be. Um, that those are the pieces that we just continually try to better understand. And, um, we I'm not suggesting we're masters of it at all, but we're just trying to contribute and, and be a part of this, um, that so many people are.
0: Yeah. I, and I agree. The connections is so important The the care. And I think there's also this other component of share and you, you gave, um, employees and and people like myself the opportunity to share our knowledge and and I think people appreciate being asked what do you think how can we improve this you know and actually being heard Um, (laughs) it's not it's not just a tickler because it has to be on you know this isn't a test and so we have to do this to be politically correct but you're really doing this to learn and to to make the best possible product you can and and people want to give what they know if they think it's going to help and and to me that collaboration pushes us forward so much faster um, And uh, you know on the connection portion, I will just say you know my mom lived with dementia for 30 years
1: mm-hmm.
0: and from day one I have like screamed from the rooftops that I think my mom lived as long as she did because she felt connected and and yet we have very few studies on that you know, in, in terms of all the other things that are out there. And yet that is something that doesn't have to cost us money. It's something that we can, that people want to know how to do even. And um, Mm. it's nice to see some of those are are ticking up and being taken more seriously nowadays too, because I I just, I just believe so heavily in that social engagement um, piece. And I think that overlaps any of us in this world, when we feel disconnected, you know, we're not happy here. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: you know? Yeah. And, I, you know, you, you're holding it, we're, we're finding that evidence in all this virtual world, um, mm-hmm. uh, working virtually and whatnot, it works for some people, but some people, they need that connection even more than others. Cause they don't have it. The work is their connection. Um, and those people that are there uh, and there's a strong parallel into the residents. And when the residents have the family that are stopping by all the time and connected and calling them and FaceTiming them, um, there there's that connection. There's that Engagement. The others that don't. Um, I, I've been in some facilities where it's been months before since somebody's been there. You know, and that's common and more common than we'd like. And it's just very difficult. You know, families move, and you know, you know that person is you know a thousand miles away, and they refuse to leave. And there they are, and here you are, and um, and so what can you do? And so that's where technology can help, um, but also uh, these other tools. So balancing all of that is is so important. Um, but uh, we definitely support. Um, we were with the technology company uh, a couple weeks ago and um, love what they have. And and they really appreciate what we have. And, uh, y- you know, you see some and it could be the same individual a technology. You may work one day, not another. You just have to be open. And and at the end of the day, if you're all after the same goal and you're all working towards the same goal, you can collaborate uh, because this is a title wave coming in. It's not just today's issue. It is growing exponentially. 20, 30 years from now, we're going to have double, triple what we have today. And we've got to prepare ourselves either in pushing it out, slowing it down, or ultimately preventing um, if we can. And and until that happens, what are the tools that we can do that can can enhance those that are experiencing it?
0: Well, I just give kudos to you and your organization. Uh, I just think you did a, a heck of a job. And to me, this is really a home run. Um, what you've put together here, I think it is, uh, it, there's just so many possibilities when you open that case in different ways to engage and, and I think, it. I think you just did a brilliant job in packaging and uh, the whole the training, everything. It's just wonderful. So I wish you nothing but the best on this. Now, if people want to get a hold of you, they can go to your website, Memarang.com. That's M-E-M-A-R-A-N-G.com. Or they can email you as well at Sean and that's uh, S-E-A-N at and then his company name, Gihan uh g-e-e h a n group dot com and is it okay to give out a phone number as well sure okay so i have 937 uh 271 3914 and don't be shy about checking them out um like i said i, I think it's absolutely fabulous Now, if if companies are interested in one case, I would imagine there's a price and then do you have kind of like an industry price if somebody wants to, you know, has multiple um, organizations that they are interested in, in getting this product for.
1: Right. If you're going to order 10, I would just go to the site. Um, but if you're ordering, if you're looking at 10 for um, or more, uh, you, you definitely just give us a call and uh, we've got some tiered pricing. Uh, we, we do have a, um, we're building a more complex site right now that'll have all of that. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, we're really targeting assisted living memory care. And um, uh, those are two um, facilities that we're really focusing on. And then on the uh, home care private duty market, we think that this is a great kit to take into somebody because it's only one kit, various levels that you can take in. And um, so, if you're in any of those markets uh, and you can test it out, we are actually, you know, we're pre, you know, we're launching officially the product. We've done all this. We've done some sales where people have used it and whatnot. But this is uh, this is Lori. This is our official announcement that we're going to market it's been it's on your show and we are just thrilled so officially we we start selling these things on march 7th i mean they're available but um think about as the soft opening uh for a restaurant but on uh, march 7th it really it, it, it we hit the ground running and it's everything's open and ready to go so um we thank you for giving us this opportunity to share our story And again, call us anytime. We're happy to talk to you. And, uh, you know, hopefully if you order it, you'll get, um, you'll see the impact and we'd love to get your feedback, regardless of what it is.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you again. Keep us posted on how things are going. Uh, Like you said, I am a big fan. All right.
1: Thank you, Lori. Really appreciate it. And, uh, you do fabulous job and it's really helped me get up to speed to the degree I can in a couple of years.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. And to our listeners, please like, click and share. And like I said, don't be shy, go to the website, check it out. I, I think you'll be as impressed as I was. Bye now.
1: Hey everybody, Jared Sebasti, your host of retire repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements.